does it say? Uh, and we're live. Hi. Hey, welcome. Welcome. So welcome to a Miles Better Conversation, the entrepreneurial series. My name is Colin Miles, aka The Numbers Guy. So each of these interviews is going to last around about 30 minutes and will allow us to get some insights and some tips from my guests. In this series, I'm looking to interview a variety of entrepreneurs from around the world and have them reveal what drives them and how they approach their individual businesses. And I'm really excited to welcome the one and only Faye Chapel to this first live in entrepreneurial series. Hey, hey Colin. Hi, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, this is exciting for me as I live. <laughs> yeah. Uh, formal introduction there, but we'll we'll get some flow as it moves moves forward. So, Faye is the founder of the Global Impact Accelerator, and I am so excited to have just completed the program with her, and I'm sure yeah. we're going to explain more. She's also the co-founder of On Point Mentors, again exciting project, and I'm pleased to be involved with that. And she's also a well-known, renowned speaker, and so much more. Thank you again so much for joining us. Well, I'm excited to be here, Colin. And cool. Um, so. Like everything, I'd love to hear a little bit about you and all things uh, Faye Chapel before we leap into my structured Miles Better 10, <laughs> as I'm calling them. So just cool. tell us a little bit about, little bit about who Miss Chapel is for the, for the listeners and viewers today. Yeah, well, so um, I'm a, I really spend most of my time helping people to develop their strategies for their businesses and their organizations and giving them a step-by-step -step roadmap. So, you know, the problem is most people fail because they have great ideas, but right. they didn't know how to implement them. So that's where um, I spend most of my days and my hours and um, and on stage. Back in the days when you could speak on stage, now we speak virtually, which is still okay. Yes, no, a different form of speaking. Uh, and some people find it, it's interesting when you talk to people, some find people find it more nerve wracking doing it like this than they do standing up in front of thousands of people. Yeah. Well, I think because you're given, you know, when you're going on stage, you know in advance, right? So you're, you might be nervous for a couple of days, but you know what is coming and you're all dressed, right? And you're ready to go. And sometimes people don't remember that when you're on camera, it's, you have to be this exact same thing. So you have to be ready and dressed. Don't show up in your pajamas, right? So, um, it, and then when you look great. Very smart today, I thought. <laughs> it looks great. And then when you show up, so for example, when you're on stage, you don't see yourself, right? You don't see yourself. No. So you're talking away and now you're on camera on a, on a virtual summit or an, a live and you see yourself. And then all of a sudden you're reacting differently. And that's why people are more scared. But you know what? I, I've taught speaker training for, I don't know, 20 years. And it's really just understanding a couple of basic principles and, and understanding that it's no different if it's on a stage or a video or live in person. Sure. You know, you just got to be ready. True. That, that, I hadn't really thought of that, but you're right, because there's us in the little thumbnail yeah. and I can see myself doing this and whereas on stage, yeah. I don't really care. That, yeah, that, you don't know what you're doing on stage, right? Yeah, that's true, that's true. And then uh, people, because I'm going to say some of the um, presenting tips, I know in some of the training we've done with you, is about videoing yourself to see if you've mm -hmm. got nervous twitch or the habit or whatever yeah. so, so in a way i suppose the virtual uh, summits are improving our present presenting skills because i think so like 
the more you do lives and the more you do um, videos, I mean, for me, I always encourage people to do lives because um, then you're you're good at thinking on your feet. You realize that, you know, you have to be on it. There's no slides that tell you what to do and there's nothing getting. So if you know some of the strategies so that you don't need slides and you don't need memorization, then you're much, much better prepared and on your feet when you need it most. True, true. Uh, and I'm sure when we touch a little bit later, there is a pillar inside here that I went through. So I certainly know about that now. So that's good. Cool. Yeah. So, so thank you for that. Um, so let's leap on into perhaps the first question uh, for the thing. So my first question is, what's currently the biggest challenge you have right now and how are you going to overcome this? In my own personal business? Personal business, personal life, which really it's an insight to, to you. So perhaps your yeah. business obviously works. Well, my personal challenges have been, um, uh, for anyone who knows me or, or has followed me or listened to me speak before, you'll know that um, we had a, a significant family tragedy. My husband um, had a brainstem stroke over 12 years ago and was left severely dis severely disabled. So I raised three kids uh, basically as a single parent and developed a business and had to look after him, still do full time. So um, my biggest challenge is always the same. It's the time, it's a time commitment. And so I'm very, very good now at structuring my time when it's needed. And what that does as well as, um, you know, I makes sure that I'm in, in, the, in sync with everything is that it forces me to be good and ready whenever the opportunity comes because I just can't spend a day, you know, in advance getting used to, you know, oh, I'm going to do this interview. No, I just jump on when it's there because that's the time frame. But the commitment is really my biggest challenge is time. I wish... I literally wish there was way more hours in the day so I could do even more because uh, for those of you um, who I've ever worked with, you know that I always come up with all these ideas and then I want to do them, right? Mm -hmm. I, and so I'm like, oh, I have another idea. I was talking to my partner in Gia Stacy this morning and I just said, I was texting her and I said, I have an idea. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can, I can imagine Stacy going, oh, it's, it's Friday. She's on the idea day. It's had all week. <laughs> but I, I think from working with you myself, I know you have a tip um, on how to find more time in your day. Well, I mean, it, 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 it varies person to person. Right. But for me, I schedule everything in. I don't, good. Like, so I don't, um, I just look at the calendar. So when I was, you know, when my husband got sick, the youngest was only four and I had two other ones. And so I needed to put everything in the calendar and just not look up. So if it was in the calendar, I would go to the next step, the next step, the next step, and I would do everything. And by the end of the day, it would get done because I didn't allow myself the opportunity to say, you know, oh, you know, I'm going to just go have a coffee with a friend or something. If it wasn't in the calendar, I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, true, true. And we have so much going on in our worlds, don't we, that I think, and it's easy to let just the thing you want to do get done first before the thing you really should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I remember um, my husband was in sales and I remember he was one of those sales guys that made the... Um, the uh, bad calls, you know, when you had to tell some your customer the bad news, he would do those at the beginning of the day, right? right? He would do them right away. I was at the time one of those people that waited till the end of the day, right? Because I right. didn't want to do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> and of course, so, 
I learned a lot from that. And I realized that, okay, so I kind of took that and put it in my calendar, basically saying, okay, if I just schedule it in again, I'm not um, allowing myself to make the decision of when I feel like doing it. If I'll put it in at the start and, and then you know what, you have to do it. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Um, cool, well, thank you for that. So tip number one from this chapel is scheduling. Use that calendar. So that's really cool. Uh, and it works, guys. It really does work. I've, I've, I've been a proponent of that a long time myself, but certainly as we add in new things, I can't stress that enough as uh, uh, as yeah. the numbers that I'm working in real time to bring it back yeah. to what we do. If you do the numbers now, you don't procrastinate and leave them behind. So great, so right. cool. Now, it's all about development and moving forward. So how do you continue to learn in order to stay on the top of your game within your role and industry? Well, I'm, I'm, I love, love, love learning. And you have to love it um, in order to, to stay on top. I think the problem with a lot of um, authority figures, people always think that you're either, you know, you get your degree and you're now an authority or an expert. And you can be, but you're only an expert in that time right? When you got it. So mm -hmm. I'm not really interested in those people. I'm interested in the people that continue to learn. So I'm always watching um, webinars and watching online courses. I loved to use, I used to love to go to conferences. Um, mm -hmm. Hopefully that'll come back soon, but you, you have to constantly be looking for the latest, greatest thing and, you know, what could help. And, and um, you know, there's a lot of noise out there. So you have to segment it. I use um, a lot of people use Blinklist and stuff. I use a, it's called Read It For Me, and that's a um, a little digest of books, right? So I can get the 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 you know the really meat of every book, and I don't have to read the whole fluff part, right? <laughs> and then if I really liked it, I'll go read the book. Wow. But a lot of people say, you know, read a book a week. Um, I don't really have that much time but I can read the shortcuts. So I watch a lot, um, a lot of shortcuts. I, you know, my favorite place to read is Apple news. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Succinct and, and to the point and it and allows you to drill in if you're, as you say, if you're yeah. interested or want to know a little bit more. So. Yeah. So, and I mean, books are great. I love books. I love to read. I just don't have the ability to spend, you know, hours and hours reading one book. So I would rather get, you know, a little little bite-sized chunks and be able to use that information. And that's really what I try to do with um, all the programs I've created is to take, you know, the most important stuff and chunk it down and be able to say, okay, here it is, do it. Here it is, do it. Right. And I learned from doing it that way. Yeah, taking action and, and it builds, that, builds that memory. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Excellent. So keeping abreast is exciting in your world and i know obviously yeah. from uh, some of the programs i've been involved in they're always about evolving and, and yeah. you reference lots of other sort of uh, ports of information and stuff so yeah cool. good all right so from my perspective as the numbers guy to entrepreneur <laughs> yeah. most people when i say numbers they glaze over they run yeah. from the hills um, yeah. i'm always intrigued as to why people feel that so the question is what's your biggest fear when it comes to your business numbers so I think um, most people, their biggest fear is that um, they already know the numbers. Let's let's get it. Let's put that out there. You know how you're doing. I don't care what you say. You know how you're doing. Are you doing well or not? Right. And I guess the fear is that they actually have to face it. No. Right. 
it's not that, you know, if you are doing really, really well and you know it, you can't wait to get to those numbers, right? You're like, oh my God, let me see any metrics. It can, whether it's how many people opted into your, you know, your lead magnet or how many sales came through, you know, they're good. So you want to go. If you know you're spending more money <laughs> and you're bringing it in, you really don't want to see those numbers. So you kind of put it off and say things like, I'm too busy, mm -hmm. right? Um, I'll get to it. And um, and I get it. And it, it's uh, it, it, you have to kind of you have to get to the point where you understand that by under by looking at those numbers on a daily basis, you'll only get better. And um, but you have to understand the reality of it. And a lot of people just want to, you know, hide their head in the sand and say, I'm doing OK. You know, when somebody says they're doing OK, it means they're not doing OK. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. And that's what that's what I'm tending to find. But also, I think the challenge come, some come, can be that if money is coming into the bank and money's leaving the bank, you get the perception that things are doing OK. Right. Uh, because, you know, I've always got money and, you know, there's always cash in the bank. So I'm OK. Yeah. But how much of that cash is really your cash as an entrepreneur right. to use? Um, is the cash doing the right thing? If suddenly the cash stops and there's suddenly a load more cash to go out. Yeah. Uh, that I think is is sometimes people as I say they, they they don't want to face what is really happening in their business. So cool. Exactly. And cool. So how do you how do you how often do you look at your numbers? You work with your CPA on a regular basis or um, I, I, I know my numbers, so I'm on a daily basis. I know my numbers. I don't have to get somebody to show them to me. I keep my QuickBooks going. And yeah. oh, you're, well, you're, if you're using software, that's already a thing. It's, <laughs> well, it's only because I'm very, I'm going to tell you the truth. I hate doing, my, uh, I hate funny. it. I hate it. I was the person and I, you know, put it in the bag and hand it over right here. All my receipts at once at the end of the year. I'm that person. Right. And so <laughs> I, the, the, the better you get it now that um, things are, are easier. So, you know, you, you, yeah. you know, take a picture of your receipt and it goes right in so that kind fun. of stuff. Yeah, Life yeah. got easier. It, it, you don't have to know Excel, you no. know? <laughs> so, um, so it's better. Um, I, am I great at it? No, I'm well, not. The very fact that you know that you could, there's an app out there that you know that there's yeah. QuickBooks. You're not using a shoebox anymore. You're already top quarter, Miss Chapel. So uh, yeah. well done. When you come <laughs> yeah, try. <laughs> and it, in fact, it's quite interesting because when we very first started Miles Better, that one of the very first products we created, we, we called it the Shoebox CFO, which was yeah. aimed at people to put stuff <laughs> in the shoebox and send it to us. Really, it's before perfect. the app taking photos. And one client bought a new pair of sneakers put all his receipts in the box, sent me the box and said, can I claim the sneakers too? And I'm like, no, but good try. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, mean, I think it's important. I, I have a tendency of, I always forget what I'm buying. So that's when, you know, when you send it over to your finance person and they tell you, but I forget because I buy a lot of software, a lot of software. And, you know, it all goes through PayPal or Stripe or goes everywhere. And then, you know, eventually I, you know, I'll, I'll pull the whole reports, but I, I don't remember. Cause I, I, I'm one of those people that gets really excited about, you know, I'm like, okay, I bought it now. Let me go do it. And then I forget that I actually have to account for that. So yeah. um, it, it's like anything you have to build that muscle and mm -hmm. you have to get used to doing it. Right. And not hiding your head in the sand. Indeed. Cool. Good. Well, thank you for that. Um, next one, uh, a little bit about you personally. So what's the best compliment you've ever received in your business career? Um, the, the, I guess for me, it's always that um, people are 
amazed that they actually created what their idea was. They actually implemented it and it worked because um, I have, I already see when somebody comes to me and they have an idea, I already know that they're going to make the idea work, but I see what they're going to do in a year or two from now because I understand where their path goes. Right. And I always love it when, when my clients come back and go, Oh my God, I can't believe like what you saw happened. Right. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's, and the, really the skill is just about um, putting together that path for them to follow because uh, most people, as I said, have great ideas, but Mm -hmm. they have no idea how to get it done. And instead of trying to figure it out, they just quit. And that's the sad part because, you know, for me, um, I see it coming and they're climbing up that mountain and they're there and then they quit just before they get to the top. And it's very sad because every single person has the ability to do really, really well with something in their build, their skills, their abilities, their knowledge, their passion. And um, they just don't know how to structure it. Right. How do, how do I actually make money at this? And for me, that's the easy part because I can see it. Right. And I know that's what you talk about a lot in your training and the, I think the red shoes um, concept and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, and the fact that it's about the systems and, and so much so. Yeah, so, you have to. You, and it's not like, unlike you, you know, calling in all the financial pieces. They're, they're systems. Mm. They're systems, right? And if you follow the systems, you win. Yes, right. But you can't just all of a sudden change it and say, oh, I don't I don't care. I'm going to do it this way. Well, you know, there's things in place in the world that doesn't don't make it happen. <laughs> indeed, indeed. indeed. Um, now, my next question, we somewhat know, I somewhat know from your intro, but the question is, what was the driver to take the leap and become an entrepreneur? Because I know I used yeah. to work with you in corporate way. Yeah, back. so we worked together in corporate. But all, all the time, I, I was never I was always I'm always bored. Right. I'm always bored. And that's that's I understand that about myself. But I was um, while I was in corporate, I was playing with the Internet when it just came out. And, right. and I had I had a newsletter going and I was selling these weird PDF books that I didn't even know what I was doing. There was a thing called eJunkie. That was a cart. It was five dollars right. a month. And people would like download my stuff for like 20, 30 dollars for a PDF book. But and I would write as I was on a plane flying to Japan, <laughs> I'd be writing my newsletter. And it would be just interesting to me that, you know, people from all over the world were sending me notes. And I just thought that was very cool. So I loved the online world. To right. me, that was fascinating. So when I actually um, had to leave corporate because of what happened with my husband, um, I dove right in and said, okay, I don't have any choices now. Now this is going to sustain, this is going to be able to feed my family because when that happens to you at a young age, all your money's gone. Like you are not prepared for it. Um, There's so many medical expenses. Um, Your money disappears literally overnight. And I still had, you know, two kids to put through university and a little guy still. So it was very, very um, intensive. And all I did literally was, um, you know, I I worked corporate still for a year and a half. I worked, 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 looked after everybody um, because I didn't have any help at the time in the first couple of years. And then I would literally get to my bed at like 11, 12 o'clock at night and I would open my laptop. And I would watch online programs and I would get better. Right, right. Okay. I think that's my front door. <laughs> and we're live. So hey, I'm, I'm at the door. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that and see what happens. But uh, I thought I turned off all of the sounds, everybody. But hey. No problem. That's the real, you know what? I'd rather have real life come in. 
Mm -hmm. um, I'm not really a big fan of these real, you know, sterilized environments because that's not reality. No. Indeed, indeed. So thank you for that. So uh, I'm surprised my little dog didn't get very excited. <laughs> so, you know, the older things. I think there are some fun clips, aren't there, online now of yeah. people on interviews and, and stuff with so many, so many Zoom. Oh, absolutely. It, it's all fun. So um, I believe life's a journey. My next question, question six, we're moving through nicely, is a journey. So who's been your um, best mentor in your world um, and why? It could be a personal mentor or a business mentor. Um, I don't mind. Something who's had a big influence on you. Um, well, I think there's a lot of people online that have influences on me um, because, um, you know, I, I tell this story when I first would open my laptop. And remember, I was in a it was very intense, my situation at the time. And there would be people that would I would watch um, and well-known names and that I would like Tony Robbins and Brendan Burchard and Jeff Walker. And, um, and I would watch them and they would teach me about online marketing. And then I would watch other people that would teach me a business like uh, Mike Filsame and Andy Jenkins, who made me laugh as they were teaching. And I never had the opportunity because everything was so, you know, heavy. Um, so I, I looked at all of those, even though I wasn't a one on one with them. Those were my mentors. Right. Those are my mentors. And then, you know, in corporate life, there was a couple of people that gave me big opportunities and pushed me up on the stage and put me into board meetings and because they believed in me. And um, sometimes some it takes someone else to believe in you for you to believe in you. Right. right. Yeah, so I encourage people all the time to find a mentor, find a coach or find an online you know, program that will give you the belief in yourself and the mindset because that's the number one thing you need more than anything else. Because if you don't have that belief, if you don't have the right mindset, you will not succeed. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. So that's that's good. Um, and I think being mentors has um, that leads very nicely into one of your products or one of your yeah. businesses uh, by chance. I mean, how how did how did On Point come around? I mean, you know. Yeah. So um, so you know, I, it's interesting how when you know meet people certain times in your life and you go, oh, I'm going to do something with them. And I met my partner Celia Waterhouse at an event, at a business event. And we just kind of hit it off and we said, one day we'll do something together. And she wanted to do some online mentor portal that she really wanted to be able to reach the customer. And I came at it another way that I was like, I would really love to an opportunity to be able to put something together to allow people to coach properly. Because there's right. so many people out there that are really good at something and it's, they're just random things. It doesn't have to be business. It could be like knitting. Right. But, um, there was no way they didn't understand how to monetize that. And the thing is, people want that knowledge, right? So we put together a platform that had the ability to you as a coach uh, would have, uh, you don't have to have any knowledge of tech. And that was important to me. So you would be able to know how to do video calls and, and gain, you know, and uh, take money <laughs> and learn how to do everything that is required, right? And on the other side, um, the customer, the client would be able to find local mentors or mentors worldwide that could help them. So we developed on point mentors, really excited about it. We moved forward and did even more with our mentors. So we do um, we do monthly virtual summits. Um, we do panel discussions. So there's lots of free resources for people to watch and learn from. And then there's also opportunities for our coaches to gain exposure on a global platform by being within those uh, virtual summits as well. 
Cool, cool. Well, yeah. we'll post some of those links at the end when we finish yeah. into, into the comment boxes and, and various bits. So cool. Yeah. Um, so question seven, uh, what are some of the things you're researching at the right now? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What's the what's the latest thing, the latest toy, the latest concept? And I know there's yeah. lots in the world. So uh, but, yeah, so um, so there's so like it's everything's coming out at a rapid pace, right? Like it's hard to even even understand like what wasn't available a month ago is available now. So I'm um, notoriously um, searching for always new softwares um, and platforms that will cut down. Uh, my clients, your um, time frame when it comes to getting online. So I'm big, uh, you know, that's my, my main business. I obviously consult for a lot of corporate clients as well in the bricks and mortar world, but I love online. And when I can find um, little, little snippets of pieces of software that doesn't cost very much and right. that will completely change someone's life, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, right now we're broadcasting through StreamYard, right? Mm -hmm. StreamYard is a fantastic live streaming uh, platform that can not only live stream to Facebook and YouTube, but then record and then you can strip it out to do podcasts. So you're um, using one um, software, but you're getting multiple applications, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm all about looking for the shortcuts. You know, I'm trying to hack the rule, right? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> No, yeah. and your recommendation that we did it on this way, we were going to do a traditional podcast recording and you yeah. suggested it and I thought, wow, let's go and have a look. And yeah, it's it was, you know, a, not a very steep learning curve, small learning curve to get it up and running. But you're right. Yeah. We're going to two Facebook pages and the YouTube page at the moment. Uh, and uh, yeah. And so then cool. you're going to strip it out and it'll be in yeah. podcast form. So think about it. So you can just do your podcast, which is great. But now think okay, well, that's only audio, right? But this way, now there's people that don't listen to audio. They like to, they're visual learners. They want to see you on YouTube. There's yeah. people that only like to watch live streams. They don't like pre-recorded. Yeah. So you're, you're giving everyone an opportunity to, you know, you're, you're getting those touch points, which is the number one thing you need to do once you get your business model ready, right? You want to get that effect you want to engage those your tribe your clients whatever you want to call it and you're opening it up to any way you can true and it helps increase the frequency because again we can i can probably chop this up got used to doing that as well and take yeah. each question and make it into a little this is a snippet of the full interview why don't you check it out because yeah. not everybody will want to listen to 30 minutes or so in one go, but we can perhaps tease them in. So no, really, really powerful tip. So thank you yeah. for that. So uh, uh, I had missed that opportunity and not now. We all know. <laughs> so, so it's all about taking the action once I've been asked to do something. So, right. now, uh, a little bit of a time machine. We're not going in the hot tub to do that machine. We're just going to go back <laughs> in time. Uh, I know some of the viewers have got them, so that probably will resonate with a few. Um, so if you could go back in time and talk to your 21-year-old self, mm. uh, and uh, what would you say to her? I would say um, to you know go after what you want to go after and not worry about whether you think you have the qualifications or you think you're you know you don't have enough authority, you don't have enough uh, you know experience in it. Um, you can do anything you want to do. Um, it's proven on on the internet. You know, I, I'll I tell a story. Um, I was doing a, a speaking event at a very very large stage. And I was getting ready to go. And I think my guy was, I think he was nine or something at the time. So I was 
going out the door and I said, and he goes, what are you going to talk about? And I said, oh, we're going to talk about, you know, being able to get what you want to do, like learn it and get it online. And he's like, you're going to talk about that for a week. And I'm like, yeah, because it's a week conference. I go, yeah. And he goes, well, he goes, uh, well, we just look on YouTube and we can do that. I can do that like right away. Right. How do you now feel that? Yeah. I mean, it's a huge, huge learning. Yeah. It's a huge learning. You know, um, tell you one other story quick, just so you understand my, why I'm saying it. I teach speaking. Right. And I was painfully, painfully shy. And I realized that um, part of it is the problem of the parent. Right. Because most of us are our child comes to us and they're like, oh, I got to do speech. And what's the first thing we say? Oh, my God, I hated speaking. Yeah, yeah. So I made a cognizant. I was very cognizant. I made a mental note of it. When my kids first came, first one came and said, I have to do speech. I greeted her with, oh, my God, are you ever lucky? This is fantastic. <laughs> and so my kids, all three of them are really good speakers, not because I taught them techniques. It's because I didn't allow them um, fear of the unknown. Yeah. And so if I could talk to myself back then, I would say, you know, don't be afraid to do whatever it is you want, because you have the ability, the skills, the knowledge, the passion. If you don't have it, you'll go learn it. It's not a big deal. And the right. people that make it are the people that just keep going and not worried about what other people think. Okay. Well, having met you a fairly few years ago now, uh, I think <laughs> you've taken that advice from somebody because uh, <laughs> you were fairly fearless as when we first met. So uh, yeah. Yeah. You, you yeah. learned that, that lesson, obviously, fairly quickly after your 21st birthday because uh, yeah. you know, did well. But, no, but interesting. It, always interesting to to look back and, you know, as you say, face the fear and do it anyway. Um, yeah. 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 This, 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 not enough people do it, right? Colin, you're probably the best, right? If I if I say, if I said, you know, do it on live, you just do it. You don't think about it. You just do it. And that that's, um you know, a quality that a lot of people don't have right they don't have they're afraid to but i'm not i just like what's the worst thing that can happen you fail so what? you go on to the next one right? are, okay. and, and in today's cycle of things that it's gone you know they're, they're on to something else anyway so uh, so cool so if you had to give us one top business tip what would it be but i'm no pressure because if it's really really good i might make a video of it and share yeah, it as well it's the simplest one that I try to, you know, there's three key things that you need to do. Belief in yourself, which we all know, mindset, right? That's number one. You need to find the knowledge or learn something, right? So take an online program, get a coach, whatever. But the most important out of all that is the third, which is act. Action changes things. Yeah. It, nothing will change unless you actually do something, True. right? So you can talk, you can take a million courses and this is what most people do. If you're watching and you're doing or listening and you're doing this, stop it. Um, they will take courses and they'll say, what do they say? I don't, I still need the next course. I'm not yeah. ready. I'm yeah. not ready. I need the next one. I need the next one. Um, that's just going to hold you back. And it's, it's an excuse. That's all it is. It's procrastination and it's an excuse. You do not need the next program what you need to do is do something right mm -hmm. it's kind of like if you're um deciding that you want to get physically fit right it's not about doing a 60 minute class it's it's about doing a 10 minute walk 
right? So you got to start somewhere and take action because what will happen is if you take action on something, you'll feel good. And then you'll be like, Ooh, that was, that was good. Let me do yeah. some. Yeah. yeah. That's it. It's that simple. So forget everything else, guys. You don't need anything else except the ability to say, I'm going to do something. Yeah. Small baby steps. It's that first step. Often they say, you know, putting your trainers on is the hardest thing to run a marathon. But that's for the first time. So. And everyone says this because you can find a million excuses not to do something. Yeah. Trust me. And I'm I'm guilty of it. I always put myself in check. It's very rare that like I know if I'm making an excuse. So it doesn't happen that often. And I accept it. If I'm like, I'm too tired, I'm not really tired, I just don't feel like doing that thing. I'll accept yeah, yeah. it. I'll be like, okay, I just don't feel like doing it. But I'm not going to, you know, use the I'm too tired excuse. Because no, the truth yeah. is, if you have something really important to do, it's you're amazing that you're not that tired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> suddenly if there's a party to go to, you, you if that's what resonates. Um, and I know you have a, a, a great concept that you teach called the loser wall for excuses. <laughs> Put that up there. So if that resonates with some of you guys, then check out some of Faye's training because it really does uh, hit the point. So cool. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Um, and so my last question is is really a fun question, just to close out. What's your favorite movie and why? Hmm. That's a tough one because uh, it changes all the time. <laughs> right? Okay. Well, that's okay. So what is uh, it? So it, it's interesting because I, I have a friend that watch, watches a lot of Netflix with me. And um, my favorite movies are have, depending on my mood, right? So if I need to be... If I need to just laugh or, or, you know, pep up or something, I like things like Love Actually. I love that movie. I know people, some people don't like it, but it's, um, but it makes me feel good, right? If I um, want to disappear, I love Star Wars. <laughs> I love all those movies. Um, I am a big, big fan of um, foreign subtitled movies. There's so many of them that are out there. And I don't think it does it justice for me to say, I have one go-to movie because I don't think I do. I okay. use my movies to um, change my mood and spirit, if that makes sense. No, so if you're, really, if you're really down, you watch something that lifts you up, right? Love if that. you just want to disappear, you know, or you want to, sometimes you need a good cry. <laughs> watch something that'll make you cry. It doesn't, it's like, you know, there, there's things that I always, you know, there you see them on TV and you just keep watching, right? Every time yeah. they're on, I'm like that. Um, but I think, you know, is there one that I always watch over and over again? There's a lot of them. <laughs> That's fine, and I think you're right. As as we as more films come out, uh, some will take up and some will not. But I, I, I think the the point of it being very much about how you feel is right. I mean, I that, you know, if you, yeah. if you that music can do the same thing by asking. Right. Well, you know what? Yeah. every time my go-to in the summertime, my girlfriends and I, we always laugh because we always watch the Mamma Mia movies because it's just singing and laughing and dancing. And and so for us, you know, you can sing out loud and, and it's fun, right? Mm. Um, we don't always want to feel that way. No. So, so I think uh, my lesson, I know most people just answer you properly and give you a movie, but my answer for people is always... Um, use it to change your spirit to change how you feel yep. and if you know that's if that you know make a mental note if there's a movie that always makes you feel good or makes you happy watch it when you're depressed right mm -hmm. 
Or if there's one that gives you inspiration, if you're really down and you're like, you know, you need to see Rocky or something, <laughs> go ahead and watch it. Like do something that'll pump you up and make you feel like you can conquer the world. And, you know, it is like music, right? There's songs that you listen to that when you put them on, on, you know, you're going to a big appointment, you put that music on and you get all excited. It's the same thing. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, thank you so much indeed uh, for, for sharing some of the your thoughts and your background uh, and some business tips, which is obviously what this is all, which is all about. And the calendar, scheduling, um, have somebody in your corner. Um, there were lots of nuggets uh, throughout the throughout the um, conversation. So I do appreciate that. And uh, hey, um, my concept is very much about trying to help entrepreneurs scale, grow and profit faster. Well, I think some of those um suggestions that you've come up with certainly they could weave those into that so, uh, so absolutely that's well you're doing a great job Colin you're doing a great job I mean you share so much with so many people and you know people can learn so much again for free right they can Indeed. go listen, watch your YouTube channel listen to your podcast and you know that's how I learned right and so just a little plug here for you um it's <laughs> I, watched, I watched free I watched a lot of free and then when I learned so much then i bought programs because then i realized i was like i owe this person now because i've been watching them for two years and they've taught me so much and it's not about the program anymore it's about saying thank you you've taught me a great deal and here's you know here's my paying it back right so i think you've got so much wisdom and knowledge and um you know congratulations on everything you've accomplished in the last year thank you appreciate it well if you've been you've been a, a if I was answering the question about the mentor, that'd be you'd be in that corner. So uh, I appreciate the support. Um, so if people want to find out more about obviously Gia and, and On Point, we can pop those in the um, uh, comments. But is there is there any bonuses if they go at the moment and have a look at either of those? Is there any? Yeah. So we have we have a couple of we have a couple of cool things going on um, with uh, Gia as our global impact accelerator, and it's all about gaining visibility and authority, and, and then eventually monetizing. Right. But it's a whole uh, strategic plan of of not, you know, online, just online learning. It's about learn this chunk and then here's how you implement it and you're going to do it today. So there's no excuses. So in eight weeks, you're done, right? Um, so we have a couple of things. You're going to send them a link, I guess. You're going to yep. push it on afterwards. And um, there's a, a couple of bonuses going on right now where you'll actually be invited into our community and and be able to look at what our mastermind looks like for three months and get even additional training and one-on-one -on -one with us both Stacy and I on the global impact accelerator piece but if you go to mastermind city as well you'll find a bunch of other things like our our new year plan and a whole bunch of other stuff that's coming on the pipe um the really there's a lot of information out there, right? There's a lot of information. So you don't have to come to me and you don't have to come to Colin, but you know, you have to find what's comfortable for you. And if you find somebody, if I've made, if I've said something that you've said, oh, I can relate to that, then come on over, right? If for some reason you'd rather listen to somebody else, cool, go there. But all I encourage you to do is again, take action, do something, you know, grab, grab a hold of that program change your life, change the the project, the trajectory that you are planning to go to because, you know, the world is changing and mm -hmm. it's, it's, you have to do it with it. Right. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Indeed. So thank you. Uh, so again, once again, thank you so much to uh, Miss Faye Chappell, uh, uh, founder of GIA and uh, On Point. Um, and I want to thank you all for listening to this episode of a Miles Better Conversation. 
We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments as well. Anything that resonated from Faye, uh, please comment below, but obviously share it on your social media and like us and follow us along as possible. We'd love you to check back soon for the next episode in the series, uh, as we look to do more interviews. And if you'd like to be involved and sit in a hot seat like Faye has, uh -huh. promise, as you see her, to be nice. Uh, we'll have some fun <laughs> in the conversation. Just drop me a message via the various platforms. That'd be great. As I mentioned right up at the front, I'm making it my personal mission to help as many entrepreneurs in 2021 uh, to become fluent in accounting, the language of business. And I'm going to give myself a plug because it is yep. my podcast and interview. Uh, where we go, let's get it right. There we go. Uh -huh. uh, so, uh, we have the accounting is the language of business from the famous Warren Buffett. And I'm produced a 42 page plain speaking uh, ebook that I'd love you to go and grab uh, by simply visiting letthenumbersdecide.com. And I'll put all of the links that we've been talking about in the comments below. My name is Colin Miles. I'm AK the Numbers Guy. And this has been a Miles Better Conversation. Thank you, Miss Chapel, for your time. Thank you.